even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. We are the Smarky Geeks. I'm Frankie. Emotional damage. De Jesus. The fuck. <laughs> I'm Frank. And I am John Turiano. I am the only podcast that you should acknowledge. Did it land right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, contact information, as always, you can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Ask us a question, comment, leave us a review, be part of the show. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast catch you use to search Smarky Geeks or These Smarky Geeks. We will be the ones that show up. And if your catcher allows you to do so, leave us a five-star melter review, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, which uh, allow you to leave reviews as such. Uh, subscribe to us on our Twitters at Smarky Geeks, fr- at Frank and Dan at the John Triano. Uh, subscribe to our Facebook group, my favorite place to be online usually. And uh, as always, uh, you also you can subscribe to us on our Instagram at the Smarky Geeks. And as always, on with the show. Want me to explain? Yes, please. So, uh, you may have heard. I don't know. I thought you watched it, but Dynamite. Did you watch Dynamite? No. All right. All right. Uh, uh, what's his face? MJF did an amazing promo. Uh, a really good promo, very emotional, and uh, that's where in the emotional damage. That's a big meme uh, okay. that's out there, like on TikTok and stuff like that. Like someone will get their emotions hurt, and then they'll splice in this guy going emotional damage. It's funny when you watch it. I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. So the emotional. Uh, MJF promo combined with that that's the joke see it's funnier when you explain it no it's not that was the joke see you just never mind. anyway yeah how you doing boo I'm doing alright um, two weeks in a row I know right uh, I doubt we'll hit three though shut up but um let's talk about we, we both made a decision this week today okay we actually did it today yeah I think you made your yesterday no you did do this today could you text me that you did it? Just let's, let's let this linger a little bit. Let people <laughs> wonder what the fuck it is we. But it's shit. It's shit. We 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 Another decided day. to get married. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes. I got standards, so. Hey now. <laughs> um, we but well, you decided first to get two K twenty two. Yeah, you load. Yeah. And you went for the NWO edition. Yeah. So you text you texted me that you were getting it. Yeah. You came down here to we're gonna record with the record, and I went for it. I, I didn't get the NWO edition. You got the deluxe edition, right? Which comes with both versions of it: the Xbox the, for the series, for the Xbox One, and the X. Yeah. Eventually, I will get the series. The, X. You got the cross gen, right? Yeah. It comes with the cross gen. Yeah. I'm hoping that I don't pay for it. Why well, am I hope I don't pay for it, the fact that I spent a yeah. hundred dollars on a game and the game sucks? I mean, emotionally, emotional. See, it works. See, it's going to be working throughout this episode. Maybe. Emotional um, damage. Because <laughs> I got 
I got hurt That's hard. That's the title of the episode. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I got hurt hard in 2K20. We both did. Emotionally? Yes. Emotional damage. damage. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure <laughs> half our listeners, which is probably two, um, just cl- timed what out. What the fuck? Look at this. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, um, what are we watching? We're watching Impact Wrestling. Uh, United We Stand. Yeah. United We Stand 2019. It was a show they did with like Lucha, Under, um, AAA, and they did with MLW and a couple of small promotions. Yeah. yeah, Lucha Underground, I think, was a part of it. Yeah, it was Lucha Underground. Um, when it was a thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, we, I was butthurt hard by twenty. I spent a hundred dollars on it. And the game was broken. It was basura. It was really bad. Yeah. I mean, from the control, the way you know, they went, they did a lot. They did a lot of weird shit with the controller. I know you. And we tried. We tried to like it. We could. I remember we were liking the reversals. Right. For a minute, but then the more I played, it was like this isn't actually easier. No. Because <laughs> the idea was that they try to simplify it. Also, I, in my my opinion anyway, I think work. the graphics look worse. I think the wrestle looked worse in 2020. Some of them, yeah, no, some of them really did look worse. Some of them looked better, but a lot of them did, didn't come out. Like The Rock, I think it looked horrible. Yeah, a lot, of, even like when, Edge, when, you, when UE came out, they even looked worse. But they did a lot of things right with that game. You got four man faction that can all come out together. Oh, yeah. Like an eight man tag. They did a lot of right things with the game, but they did more wrong than right. And also, remember, they also allowed um, random tag teams to be able to challenge. Right, cause it, because in 2019. And any other game before. You could put a random tag team together, like for a tag match. Yeah. But let's say, let's say you're playing 2019, and you say, you know what? I want to put this guy, this guy, they're going to have him go for the title. Yeah. I'll storyline it in my head. Yeah. You had to make them a team in the game first. Yeah. And it became a whole big thing. You had to go through all the um, pieces and everything. Yeah. The creation. Right. Like, but with 20, you, you're not allowed to do that. You're not to, yeah. You can team two guys up and it's like a random title shot. I'm hoping they fix that in 20. I'm hoping 22 that stays. They keep it, yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm hoping for and they do in 22. I hope they keep that the four men still come out together with like a four man faction. It's gonna suck that like UE's not gonna be in the game. Yeah. Except for Roger Strong. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be a lot of people not in the game that no one would that were not were in it in twenty and nineteen. And there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be in the game that are gone from the promotion because it was too late in the process to take them out. Yeah. Walter Cross. No, Walter's gonna be in it. He didn't add Walter though. That's what I'm saying. The right. Walter's going nah. I think Karen Cross is still in, is in the game this year. Yeah. There's a few, quite a few Samoa Joe's in it, I believe. Oh, yeah? Go. William Regal? Yeah, I don't know if he's a playable character, though. No, right? but he plays one of the... You can be... He's one of the GMs you right, can choose. Right, GM mode, right. Yeah, for GM mode. Well, GM mode looks interesting, but it doesn't look deep. No, it's... It has... It's merits. Like, it... it and, and then there's like because it's very limited in some ways and then it's like very more open than previous right um, GM modes for the series were in the past so like you can only do two champions you can only do singles matches you know so there's there is limits but in, in other ways it's more open so I, I'm going to be very interested in, in it um, they only, you start off with 
2.7 million dollars to start with and you can't spend that all on just talent because you got to pay for arenas and matches stuff. and shit yeah even at certain matches so yeah it looks very interesting um the, the GM you choose is also gonna be different because they have like certain little power ups that they can use for themselves right yeah um and also you can create your own character and have that character be a GM the GM comes with a power up called as um beginner's luck I think it's called um so, so yeah, I'm interested. I'm curious what the creation suite's gonna look like. Yeah, uh, we did get a hint of it because um, they were, you know, they're they're releasing more and more of it, and they showed a it was on TikTok originally um, of the the president or the CEO of um, Take Two Games, uh, which is the one of the partners of this game. He comes in and he does the. What's his face? Matt Riddle's entrance, but live. Okay. Like, so he comes in on the on the bike, the the little scooter thing he rides, but he's wearing his suit, and he walks. And at the same time, they keep on going back and forth between video and him, and and they show him, the president of two, um, not two K, um, take two games, uh, walking in, in the video game compared to him in real life. So there's a little glimpse of what their creation suite will be. You know, because they created him just for this, this uh, entrance right. thing, doing uh, Matt Riddle's entrance. Um, and it, I, it looks good, I guess. They gave us a, they released some of what some of the titles I could be in the game. Some of the what titles? Oh yeah, they're bringing back the light heavyweight. They bring back light heavyweight. They're doing the original championship that Hogan won when he first won the title. The triple WF. Yeah, with the, the green WWF. strap, which I think is really cool looking. Yeah, that might be a belt we have to use because it looks really awesome. You also can have the 24-7 title in there. Yeah, whatever. But they can have all the NXT tag titles, including the UK stuff. Yeah. Which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Women's tag titles. Yeah, which which we probably end up using. Because they are, they are good-looking belts. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'm definitely interested. I mean, the game looks like it's going to be... Hopefully, it'll be fun. Yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll book the women's tag division better than... Please, hell yeah. Um, some of the I read a review somewhere. I wish I shared it. I didn't. You, they say you know with the new control setup, you'll get used to it. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that. Uh, a lot of people, when you see it, like they compare it to like, oh, it's like Mortal Kombat now, Ugh. but it's not nothing like that. You, or, or, I mean, I haven't played it, but according to what people have said, it's not. You don't have to remember different combos and shit like that. Right. You know, it's just the, it's the same combo for every character. You know. And it's just like the old combos that we have now. You know, right. you can do combos in the game. It's just, it's a little bit different because we have two different buttons for striking now. Right, and um, there's also a block button. I don't like the, the couple things I don't like. I'm hoping that they they give you the option of not doing it. I don't like the button mashing for, for kickouts. That, they, they, they did confirm that you will be able to switch that to the time. Okay. The, the time, like the, the, um, yeah, yeah. the thing that I'm a master at. Yeah. And also, I hope the submission system is the one that we got used to using. Oh, the new one? Yeah. Yeah, from what I've seen, yeah. It's going to be that where it's, it's button mashed to, then it changed to a different button. So you can switch which one you want to use. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, well, I don't well, know. But it's quasi-button mashing. Yeah. We, we got to press one button at a time. To, to Until it right. switches out. Yeah. Right, which is cool. Um, I mean, ever since we started using that, we've gone, to, we've, we've used some of these all the time that, now. And that's what they've shown in a certain gameplay, is that um, submission stuff. Um, one so that's thing, gonna be probably standard in the game. That which is cool. Yeah. 
I hope they fix the referee issue. Referee counting slow. Yeah. Well, they, they they address that, so hopefully it'll be fixed when the game comes out. But yeah. Or it'll be an early patch. Yeah. Um, what else have you heard? Um, I heard that the Thunderdome is in the game. Is that what it's called? Thunderdome? The, um, the... At when, when the the Thunderdome. I know, it, I know, with the TV screens. Was it called Thunderdome? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's in the game, which which is fine. The one thing that's not in the game, War Games. Yeah. I don't. They had two years. Why couldn't I put War Games in it? Yeah, that would've been awesome. How cool would that be? If that's a DLC though. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, but we gotta figure out how to put uh, like. When we record, like when when we play the game, put that shit on YouTube and shit, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to have well, our plan. We got to figure it out. We ordered the game now, so we'll have it on the 8th. Yeah. Our plan is to play it as much as we can before we record, and including against each other a few times. Yeah. So we can give a good review. Yeah. And for sure, for sure, at least on my PS5 side, because uh, I have the PS5 and he has the Xbox. Um, on the PS5 I'm sure I'm definitely going to be recording because you know they have the story mode which is what's it called this time oh I don't forget My Rise My Rise thank you uh, so I will definitely be recording that and putting it on our YouTube channel so you can see the rise of Triple X and what I might do is I think you could record on Xbox too yeah of course you can yeah. so I think I will do the My Rise to create my own character I think I'll do that too yeah. well I'll create it for you because the one thing that I like that, that they haven't really announced it, but you see it on when they when they show the gameplay, the cross gen um, community creations. Right. So I can create you and put it in the game, so you can have it. Right. Um, you know I'm better at that. You. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the game should be hopefully I, we won't regret paying for it. Yeah. So what we did this week, normally the way we record the show is you, you come down, we play, we we get a wrestling card in. And then we record. Yeah. We decided since we both ordered the game, we we're going to take a two-week break from the game to get the 19 out of our systems and go right into 22. I'm hoping by the week after that, we won't be back to 19. <laughs> so this is basically what we did last time. Yeah, we played 22. I yeah. think we had like one or two matches against each other. Yeah. We enjoyed it. And then we like this. Then it kept glitching on us, if I remember yeah. correctly. We kept having problems with the game itself. Yeah. Like, yeah, f- like fuck this. Yeah. What the hell with this? Um, on the opposite side, the other end of it, is the AEW. Supposedly, they have an announcement coming soon about the game. About their game? Yeah, yeah. Kenny Omega came out. Yeah. But when, I don't know. Well, he's hoping to have something ready for the pay-per-view. Uh, is what he said. Uh, it, was on, uh, it was during the interview with Meltzer. Right. Nothing was confirmed or anything like that, but he's saying he's hoping to have something ready to release... Hopefully a new character uh, reveal as well by the pay-per-view. On one hand, the game, the fact that it's taking a real long time to release is a good thing. Which means they're taking a time with it. Yeah. It's just taking a little too long. Like, no. you know, and they, it takes. one of the things that he came out and said, I mean, I just, well, I, read, I read the interview. I didn't listen to it, I read it. That they don't have the bells and whistles of the WWE game. The production value. Right. Which I don't know if that's something you want to say. No, I, I maybe not say it because people take it wrong. Right. Uh, but that has nothing to do with how good the game is going to be. He's talking about, you know, like you look at the game, what they came out with, the 2K22. Right. 
the, the fucking shit looks real, you know? And that's not what they're going to have, you know? It's not going to look real. It's not going to look like, you know, the skin tone. It's not going to look like actual skin tone. Right. You know? That type of shit. That, I mean, that doesn't matter. I think AEW... It's good to have at some right. point, but it's, it doesn't matter. I think AEW is going to be more arcadey. No, because the, the way he describes it, he wants it to feel like the flow of a wrestling game. I'm sorry there's going to be arcade bits in there, but it, it's it's probably going to feel more like a wrestling game than not... More of a simulation game than it's um, than an arcade game. Uh, but yeah, I'd rather they take... I, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually do have stuff ready to show now, but why would you when everyone is talking about 2K22? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. The yeah. problem is if 2K two K two if two K twenty two comes out and it's a hit mm-hmm. with everybody, how, how long do you wait before you start releasing footage? No, you release it as, as soon as possible. Right, because you want to piggyback off that. Yeah, and also, like after the game comes out, I mean, you know, it gets the good reviews or bad reviews, but let's say good reviews. You know, it's, after a while, no one's gonna be talking about it forever. You know, so you just wait a couple weeks. And then release your stuff. Yeah. Same thing with um, WrestleCode. You know, they released a little bit. They released a, a video of um, Big Papa Pump. And, uh, and it looks good. It looks weird, the animation. But the, they got the, some good muscle texture thing going on and stuff like that. It looks really good. Um, but, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have more to show as well. But they're going to hold off because why get buried? You know, right. under all the 2K news. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, two, you know, the game comes out this week, they're going to reveal the complete roster. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to reveal the DLC this week. I don't think so. No. I don't remember in 19 or 20. How, did they reveal a DLC right away? Was it revealed before yes. launch? Yeah, they revealed it because there's all those stupid story things. Right. Because um, I know 19 had a lot of characters deal, character DLC. Yeah. I, if I remember correctly, they did release it. They did tell you who it was going to be before they released it. Yeah. Before the game came out. Yeah. Again, I could be wrong about that, but I think. Listen, uh, they probably don't know because they don't know who's going to be in the company. Well, I think they're at the point... <laughs> you, you, you're being facetious. Yeah. I think they're at, yeah, they're at the point where they know who's going to be in the game. Yeah. I'm just hoping the deals, the um, creative... The car stuff is great. So you could, you know, and I'm, I, the one thing they're not going to do again, I know they're not, you can put your own music in. I, it's, I, I get that when you put it on YouTube, you don't get the music, but if you put, all the WWE footage has been coming out, there's no music on it. So still, you still can't hear it on YouTube. Yeah. Because so just yeah. put it in the game so we can play our own music. Yeah, the, I don't know if YouTube does it or whatever, but it, it, it wipes the music out. Which, it, then, Which is us, weird, because it's just the music. You can still hear the crowd. Right. Somehow it just wipes the music out. So, yeah, they should just let us put the music in for, the music for ourselves, in right? Because if we if we're gonna edit it, we'll just edit it with music in there, right? Like if I'm gonna take the footage, edit it, and put music in there and put it on YouTube, I think it's still I think it's still gonna get blocked. I think it'll get blocked then. Maybe if you put a copyright song on a, a homemade video, it's gonna. Get no, you you'll get strikes wow. on it because like I've done that like when I. The last video I did for the box, the AEW on crate. Yeah. I put the Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy, 
Um, what's his name? Jungle Boy. I'm wearing the fucking shirt. Yeah, Jungle Boy. You had right um, first. I thought it was something different. Yeah, I'm wearing, uh, I put his music on. Oh, 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 you know. Um, and it, it, I got some strikes. Not strikes where, oh, we got to take this off, this video off. Right. But strikes where you can't make money off this video type of thing. Right. Which I was like, all right, fine. Just leave it up. Um, but yeah, so you do that strikes on it. Right. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Should we? I don't hope it's good. I hope certain calls get to work. You know, like Drake Forty One, call creators rather. Defract. He's one of my favorites. And it was awesome. It's like, like I said, it's gonna be cross platform. Right. Community, community create creation. Unbelievable. It's actually my watch this time. Unbelievable. Um, cross on platform community creations. Right. And that's. That's gonna be awesome. Now, now everyone gets to have Defract stuff. Everyone gets to have Dre Forty One because Dre Forty One is usually just Xbox, and Defract is usually just um, PlayStation. So let me tell you. I mean, actually, I don't know about Defract because I don't. I, I can't see his stuff. But you've seen Dre Forty One stuff. Yeah, his stuff is really good. Yeah. I feel like Dre Forty One does more in way of the the entrances. Right. Like his characters look great too. Like very well thought out. Um, Defract, I feel like, does way more in the character's look, and it looks perfect. But I don't think he like focuses too much on the entrance. Both of them are really good with creating the move sets and stuff like that. Right. Um. But yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it should be it should be interesting. Um, it's a hundred download character thing. The the limit. Okay, which is fine. Same shit. Uh, I think a thousand limit for logos and shit like that. Images and stuff, yeah. yeah. Which is the same as the other 19. Yeah. Huh. Which we ran into a few problems. Yeah. We have to delete stuff. So I think we, when the new one comes, if we do play, if we get into it full, we got to be careful what we download. Yeah. And hopefully there'll be enough re- arenas that we don't have to download arenas. Yeah. Because I just need up images. Yeah. So, all right. All right, let's get into, uh, we were talking about some virtual wrestling. Talk about some real wrestling. Yeah. Because it's still real to us, damn it. AJ Styles resigned. Yeah, he even said it was a, it was a no-brainer, basically. Three million a year? For what, five years? I I, I didn't see that. I know it's three million a year. Yeah. That's a lot of money. And that's, his la- and that's probably his last contract. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, what is he, like 41? 42, 42. 42, yeah. Yeah, listen... He he gave us a lot of good times, you know. You know, I wish we were able to get him at AEW, because I just think of the Bullet Club type stories they could have done there, right. you know. But you know, good for him. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I feel it's it's really just a oh uh, we gotta keep him here type of thing, you know, because if he's not here, he's gonna go to AEW. Right? Right. Because what the fuck are they doing with him? Nothing. Well, you know? I mean, supposedly there's rumor that he's going to go against Edge at WrestleMania. Who cares? Which would be a one-time. Nothing. Uh, yeah, it would be a one-time thing. Which would be, it's kind of a dream match, though. WrestleMania is all about moments. We, we said that already. I know, but like, who cares? Like, after that, no one's going to care. And, and he's just going to disappear. They fed him to Omos. He apparently went to NXT for no fucking reason. Wasn't even to put over Waller. 
Because now he's gone and Waller isn't being pushed or anything like that. It was for no fucking reason. It's very possible that his magic AJ showed that Waller doesn't have what they want. You know, maybe somebody like AJ, you bring him to NXT, mm-hmm. you put him against Waller to see what Waller could do against somebody who's seasoned. You know, it's a better gauge. You no, know, you put Waller against you don't somebody. Don't do that on national TV. Like, they probably thought you know, they, like, they probably thought there was more there than there was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he no, look, I don't. I don't think they think this shit through. I'm sorry. Like, like it was for no fucking reason, and now he's in the back, or or doing whatever the fuck he's doing. They, they don't think this shit through. They there was just well, you know what it was? It was for ratings. Yeah, that they didn't get. NXT 2.0 has been a failure. Yeah, and we said it if they had just. Made it, kept it the way it was, and Floyd put the new talent in. We've been saying this. They might have been in a better place right now. But they, they just completely went 180, the opposite direction, and it didn't work out. Yeah. I predict by the end of the year, NXT will be back back on 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 uh, Peacock. Peacock. There's yeah. no way that USA paid that much money for that. This is not what they. This is not what they paid for. Oh, but the thing is, with USA, they're getting raw with the package. Right, but, they, but yeah, I know it's a separate deal. Right, but they're not. They're not going to waste a month, a Wednesday night time, Tuesday night time slot, primetime time slot for that. But again, they, it's not. That's a waste of money. It, but it's not because it's still in the top fifty. Which I, in in the overall thing that we talk about, like who's doing good, that's not good, right? Being in the lower top fifty. But for ratings and and uh, advertisement buys, this little show on a Tuesday night is probably the best show that USA has for a Tuesday night, and it gets no money. Now, yeah, same thing with like Rampage. Right. On Friday night at ten o'clock for that hour, that's the best show that TNT has. That's why it's it's a good what the way the ratings they get is good for a Friday night. He has a, he has and they're gonna di- make a bigger deal. But he has a difference though. When USA signed the contract, the deal to put NXT on USA, this is not the NXT they signed up for. They signed up the NXT that was... They don't know that. Yes, they do. Of course they do. Mm. You think right. the heads at TNT watch okay. wrestling and shit? No. You mean USA? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, USA. But here, forget the fact... What and what NXT had on when it first came on to what they are now is a completely different show. Yeah. And the ratings aren't getting better. WWE probably told them, you know, we're going to change the show, the ratings are going to be better. The ratings have gotten worse. This is not what they signed up for. It's just not. It can't be what they signed up for. And they they, they can't be happy about it. They just can't. Yeah. You know, they, they just can't be happy about it. what's going on. Yeah. The show is horrible week in a week. The wrestling is okay, but the show itself is horrible. There's no star power there. There's no star power. They're bringing now they have Dolph Ziggler on to do work working a program with Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. And eventually Tommaso's gonna be on Raw. Yeah. So yeah. That, from what I read somewhere, yeah. Yeah. that every week like, they're gonna keep cycling in Raw stars at NXT. Yeah. But that's like putting a band-aid on a flesh wound. Mm-hmm. They're not doing it's not doing any good. It's not. And especially when it just feels like you you're doing it for no reason. Just for ratings ploys. It's a rating ploy. That's right. all it is. Yeah. Soon you'll have Roman go down there, kill Braun Breaker, and leave. To try to get ratings for that show. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, it's horrible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but good. You know, congratulations to AJ Styles, and I mean that. You know, regardless, I would love to see him elsewhere. Uh good for him for getting the bag. And he set. He, and, and he, he set for life. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. On the opposite end of that, it's Cesaro. Yeah. Who was offered a deal, didn't want to leave. Was offered a deal, but they lowballed him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm done. He was like, oh, fuck this shit. And his contract was up, which means he could show up on Dynamite this week. Yeah. I hope he does. I'm look, not saying I don't want him to sign, but show up. I like, hate, look, let me say this. Fuck all you. <laughs> I hate when, when AEW brings a superstar in just to grab the brass ring for metaphorical get brass ring. I want Cesaro to do that. The way he was in WWE for 11 years. Yeah. I want him to get the brass ring. And the, you know, the AEW oh, that's right, the, the brass. The, I want him to do it. If anybody deserves that moment, it's him. He's not going to win the title in AEW. There's too many people ahead of him, but I would like to see him do it, though. They, well, hmm. they have announced four people, I think, for the thing. Yeah. No, five. Because you got the three big guys. Um, Keith Lee. Um, Hobbs. Um... Wardlow. And Wardlow, right. And you got Starks. And then a Rampage, I think, Orange Cassidy won? Yeah. Orange Cassidy's going to be in it. So they need one more. I wonder if they'll keep it as a surprise. And make it Cesaro. And make it Cesaro. That I, would be awesome. It would be. And he'll probably, you know, I don't know if I, don't know if I want him to win it, though. No, but for him to just have that brass ring. That'd be a cool moment. And I then guess. he goes. And then he, he challenges Sammy Guevara. Because that's what it's for. It's for the TNT title. And then, um, loses. You know, whatever. And then he then he goes off in the Indies or whatever. Or goes to Japan or New Japan Strong. You know, that'd be awesome. He, no way he would, I think I said on the group page, he'd be awesome in, in Impact. Part of Honor No More. He's an old, he's an old Ring of Honor guy. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. I guess. Um, no, not long term. Just for and maybe show up at the uh, at the Ring of Honor return show in a month. You know what? Fuck that. He, they, he, I know I hate it when Impact does this, but he should show up in Impact and just win the fucking Impact title. You know what I'm saying? So he could be a world champion. You know, or show up and challenge whoever wins the Ring of Honor title between um, uh, Jonathan Grisham and Roosh. Roosh, yeah. He challenges the winner. Yeah. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. But I want him to win a world title. I want him to win. I think yeah. he'll either win the ring of Because if he goes to AEW, he's not going to win that. You know what I'm saying? No. I don't know. Unless, unless he's just super over and it and it maintains that he's super over. Right. He's not going to get that. You know? Not there. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, for Cesaro, I don't really... Yeah, they missed the boat on him for sure. Oh, they ruined it. They ruined it. Yeah, for Cesaro, but it's not as bad as like Keith Lee, because with Lee, at least with Cesaro, he was over, often. Right. You know, you know, with a tag team, he's had the tag team titles multiple times. You know, and a lot of times he was just over because he was charismatic in his own way. He couldn't do a promo, but he was always over with the crowd. So. At he almost, least he, al- he got that much of a push. Cesaro today. had cult like status. Yeah, that's what he was. It was cult. He was. It was cult like status. Yeah, but they they put him on the top at least. At least as a tag. You know? Keith Lee, they ruined from the day he walked. Yeah, in. Yeah, Keith Lee was just 
The minute he walked up to yeah. the main roster, he was done. They didn't believe him at all. At all. Same thing with Cross. Yeah. Um, he, was dead. he was basically DOA yeah. on the main roster. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so keep it on WWE real quick. Uh, the unification. Yep. Of the WWE Heavyweight Championship and belt and the Universal yeah. title. Which is probably a good thing. They're probably, from what I read, they're doing away with the brand split. I think this is the stupidest thing. It makes no sense. Well, it does. Cause the roster is not big enough anymore. I mean, it's big enough, but they probably want one show. Or they probably want to keep Roman or Brock up with Roman on both to go on both shows. And that's another thing with the Roman or Brock thing. Like it, it should be Roman. Who wins, right? Right, you would think. But it can't be Roman. But at the same time, it should be. But it can't be. Why can't it be? Because if you if if I mean I know it's WWE I'm talking about here, so I, I kind of throw up in my throat for a little bit. But if you do something that makes sense, Roman's the bad guy in this story. Brock is the good guy, the the overcoming babyface. He Ro, Brock has been fucked over several times. By Roman and his crew, you know, coming in and then and losing the title and getting fucked over with his matches and shit like that. And then at WrestleMania, this should be the moment where he gets his 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 moment and wins, you know, because that's how you tell a babyface story. You know, you lose, 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 and then at the at the moment he wins, you know, dun dun dun. He's but he's a conquering champion. What if the plan is have what's that? Let's do that. You're going to unify the belts. Let's say they bring back the big gold belt as their world title. One world champion with the big gold belt. Yeah. Okay? Let's work with, let's stay with me a second. Roman wins it. He's standing above the ring, standing in the ring holding the belt. You're a tribal chief. All of a sudden, Cody's music hits. And, you know, all you see is Roman looking at, you know, looking down the ramp saying, you know, Tom Cody, come on. Cody comes from behind Roman, takes Roman out. Hold, stand over Roman holding up the title and you end the show like that. That's how you bring Cody in. Cody comes back as the conquering hero. But Roman's the heel. Comes back as the conquering hero. But Brock was just there for no reason then. Brock is always there for a limited, limited engagement. He's never there for a long term I understand game. that. But you, the story is he's the, 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 the challenging baby face who's been fucked over, fucked over. The, the, the point is... At the end of the story, he's supposed to get his moment and win. That's how you do a babyface story. You know, fuck right, over, fuck over, is, and he wins and gets his moment, and he's the conquering hero. That's the pro- the problem is uh, Brock. You know, Brock is not staying. So you, you the Regardless. idea is the idea is to make Roman the top guy in the company, and that's how you do it. have him beat Brock at WrestleMania, have him unify the titles. And I did not know right. she was a wrestler. Yes, she wrestled. I didn't know Katie Ford was a wrestler. I yeah. thought that she was... I mean... Or, or did I candy. Wrestled is... Yeah. Re- um, stretch, stretching the words? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but, but the thing is, Roman is the bad guy. <laughs> you know, like, I understand. And another thing, Ro- Roman, since becoming the Universal title uh, holder, has done nothing but talk shit about the WWE title. Since the WWE champion win and be the top champion? See, Roman thinks of himself. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe because Roman feels the Universal title is above the WWE title. He does. 
but that's the that's the problem. Like he he should lose for that reason. The WWE title, which is going to be unified, and I think that's what they're calling it. It sounds like the WWE gonna, title. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like they're going to be calling it the WWE Heavyweight Title, and that's just going to be that one title. You know. And as far as we know, they're not doing a uh, away with the brand split. They're just going to have one champion floating against the, the two brands. Well, I always say... And, then, and, and if you do, sorry. Yeah, yeah. If they do do a unification of this shit, what's your secondary title? This is what I would do. I'd have the world champion go between both shows, mm-hmm. have the US, the US title exclusively to SmackDown, and I think that exclusively to, to Raw the other way around. No, you have one singles title on each show... And the world champions goes between show and show. Do it with the same thing with the world tag titles. So you'll still have the brand split. Yes and no. Yes and no. Like no, you will and you won't. Like you will in the sense that wrestling go back and forth. But the IC titles are only defended on SmackDown. US titles, US titles only defended on Raw. But then what's the point of a brand split? Like if your talent can go back and forth, back and forth. Or you have, I mean, you do a quasi brand split. We have certain guys going from show to show. You have guys that is on one show or the other. And you those will be those champions. But you have like a set of challenges that stay on one show or the other. But so, that, no, that's going to be confusing for people. People are not going to know who's who, who's a wrestler on SmackDown or who's a wrestler on, on Raw. But you make it consistent. I don't know what you have. But you can't because you're going to have a bunch of wrestlers that aren't. And you know, another bunch of wrestlers that are. So it's going to be confusing. Well... My idea is better than whatever the hell they're doing now. Yeah, it's stupid. It's just dumb. It makes no sense. This company makes no sense. <laughs> well, it's better than having two world champions. I mean, having the one champion between both shows is, is a good step in the right direction. No. If, if you wanted to do like a, to have one of them hold both titles, fine. Because that way you can write it out. But have the if you're gonna do a brand split, which makes sense for them, because you know you can split your your talent across both shows on different channels, yeah. You know? And then you can just control it more that way. Or just have the keep the brand split, but have the champion go between both shows, like I said, and whoever's challenging them, like whoever he's feuding with at the time, goes goes to both shows. Well, yeah. Oh well, no. Well, that's how they do it with like the the women's titles and stuff like that, the tag titles. Right. Um, but it'll just be for that story and stuff like that, sure. But it just I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. It's just so stupid. I don't understand this company anymore. And then, and then of course we get rid of Cesaro. Right. Well, they didn't get rid of him, but he didn't resign. Um, and and then. We bring back Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I heard, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to wrestle. We, we don't know, of course. But it, it sounds unbelievable. Yeah, I don't think he is. Because it feels like he, he's going to pull like some fucking muscles if he fucking even takes a bump. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the story is, is that supposedly he's going to be wrestling uh, Pat McAfee, a commentator. Who's had who, two who, matches? Who, who wasn't bad though? He could wrestle. He was carried though. Like he was in. He was in there with Adam Cole for all. That's of all why people. I don't think. Okay. That's why I think I don't think it's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna be Austin Theory. Was, yeah, one match was with Adam Cole. And the other one was in War Games. Okay. 
war games will you can hide a lot of shit, and the other one's with Adam fucking Cole. Okay, and and here he's gonna be in there with Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He's not gonna wrestle Vince McMahon. It's gonna be Austin Theory, who could probably carry him. It's not gonna be Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon might be in Theory's corner, but it's not gonna be it's gonna be it'll probably be Theory. You think so? Yes. Uh, it's gonna uh, be Austin Theory. I'm saying it right here, right now, it's gonna be Austin Theory. I mean it's been I wouldn't put it beyond them. I no. I wouldn't put At it his beyond age, them. No. Dude, I forgot which WrestleMania. It was one of the I think it was the first one during the pandemic era. The the COVID era. Um where he took a bump off the Remember that bird perch they made, trying to make a big yeah, deal? Yeah, 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 He took a bump off of that. Onto a crash pad, of course, but he, he wanted to show uh, Gronk how to do it. So he stepped off it, and then he dropped like 10, 20 feet off the bird perch onto a crash pad. I was like, okay. Guy's like 80-something. Yeah, I, I still I still think there's no way he's going to get a ring at his age. I think it's going to be Austin Theory. That's my, that's my prediction. <sighs> I, I got something for you. A couple weeks ago, I put on group page your wild, one wild prediction for 2022. Mm-hmm. One wild wrestling prediction. Like something out of the, like there's no way it could happen, but what if it did? Okay. What was yours? I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. Let me, let me preface it by saying this first. Within a year, we are going to get MJF and Hangman Page feuding hard for a title. That That's a feud in the making right there. MJF, to me, Paige is like Hitman. Bret Hart. Yeah. Started off as a tag guy, turned to, but it took Bret Hart a while to get there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you know MJF is good, great on the mic. It, it kind of like, be like Bret Hart and Stone Cold. Stone Cold was great on the mic, Bret Hart was a great wrestler, and they, they just worked well together. By Within a year or two years, that's going to be a major feud in AEW. But, by the end of this year, Adam Page will be a will be a mid card guy again. By the end of this year, why you say that? There's too much talent ahead of him. There's t- I mean, when you when you started this journey with Adam Page, mm-hmm. you didn't have the roster you have now. You had a big roster, but you didn't have the talent you have now. Now you have Adam Page. You also have CM Punk. You have Daniel Bryanson. You have Kenny Omega coming back. You have Adam Cole there. You have Aleister Black. You have Andre. You have a lot of talent ahead of him. Not to say Adam Page is not the future of your company. He is. I just think once the title's off of him, he's going to be a tag guy again or mid-card guy. Like, get in high-profile feuds, but he won't be, like, in a title picture for a while. Because you, you, you have... Well, the thing is, with AEW, no one's in a title picture for a while. After. Right, but I'm saying Adam Page will, won't be, like, a main event guy after he loses the title. That depends. I mean, he's... Because they don't do it like WWE does it. You know, where if Adam Page is a, a draw, then he'll be featured. Like Moxie. You know, he was a another fucking guy, draw. Another one I forgot. Yeah, Moxie is a draw, so whenever he's there, he's going to get featured. You know, Jericho, he's a draw, so he's going to get featured. But I'm, the point I'm trying so to make. So far right now, Adam Page is a draw. But he's, but he's going to be one of those guys that's like, once he loses the title, though, maybe he'll probably feud with MJF, which will be a great feud. He'll feud with um, Sammy Guevara, which would be a great feud. He'll feud with Ricky Starks, would be a great feud. He may have feud like Daniel Bryan, but he won't be in that title picture. Well, not for a while. Right. But I don't think he'd be a mid-card guy. 
because of that. I just like I, Moxie or anything like that. Yeah, he won't be one of those. He won't be one of the faces of the company. Once he, for a while, there's too many people. There's too many big names ahead of him for him to be a face of the company now. Because you got Cole, Punk, Danielson, Moxley, Omega coming back. There's too many people that should be in that title picture before him. I know, I get he's a former he's a champion, I get that. But there's too many people ahead of him right now. Too many bigger names ahead of him. He might have to take a go to kind to the back of the line for a little while. And let and let the Coles and the Moxleys and the Daniels and the Punks of the world being that main event picture for a while. And you know, and let Paige and MJF build themselves up. Let them have a great feud. Let them Bret Hart Stone Cold 2.0. Yeah, I'm sure they will. What, I, I don't know. I don't remember what prediction I made. But here's one. WWE. Oh. And they're already starting this. And I think this thing is going to go way further in this, this year and then into the next. They're just going to take themselves out of the conversation of who's the best, you know, wrestling company out there. No, they're not even considering themselves in the conversation anymore. You know, whether they think they're too much, too big for it, you know, or everyone else is just going to be like, well, they're not doing wrestling anymore at all. So just forget that company. And we're not even going to talk about that company, you know, because they do it themselves. They constantly tell us we're not a wrestling company. We're an entertainment company, blah, blah, blah. You know? So I think f- the more this year goes through and the more big fucking deals they make, they're just going to take themselves out of that conversation because they don't care. It's not about that anymore for them. Unless yeah. something changes in the internal power structure of the company. No, they would have to not make money anymore in order for the internal power structure to change. And guess what? With the current, they're like you know they just made over a billion dollars this year, last year. You know that's not going to change anytime soon. You know, like I said, we said this before, business wise they're fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, but wrestling wise it's a joke. You know, and the, you know the problem with the, the funny thing about the wrestling wise too is they show they show flashes of brilliance in some of the in a lot of the matches. No, they know how to make stars. They do know how. They refuse not to. Look at Brock. Look at Roman. They know how to make stars. They just don't, they they do just don't want to, right? You know, because they, it's just it's just one star, Roman. One star, Brock. Everyone else is a joke. And the problem is all the all the indie guys they sign that could be stars for the company, mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. want to because they're just they, cogs, right? But now they're trying to build their own stars now. Braun Breaker is a prime example of that for for a future, yeah. But how long is that going to last before they just you know that he'll probably be the next big thing that just everything focuses on. There's never really like a big focus on future things. You know what I'm saying? Like AW, you see, you know, like like plans for certain things, like you know, hiring, giving a contract to Nick Wayne or giving a contract to these people. You know, smaller people. So hopefully, when they get built up, they'll be bigger stars and ready to take over for the current crop, right? You don't really see that with WWE. You see them put a rocket on one person and just hope that that'll be the, the main person. And even if you don't like it and the fans don't like it, fuck all y'all. This is the guy you're going to love. And that's it. You know, they did that with Roman and shit. You know? In Roman, they couldn't get, no matter what they did, they couldn't get Roman over. 
Remember, for years they tried to get him over. They, they tried hard. Mm-hmm. Whatever they wanted to do, they couldn't get the fans to get behind Roman. How they do it? By just basically healing him out. You know, they let they play to Roman's strength rather than his weaknesses. His weakness was being that, that cute baby face with the with the with the cute phrases that wasn't in his wheelhouse. Yeah. I don't again I don't know who came up with the idea to do what they did with Roman. Maybe it was Paul Heyman. It was genius. Yeah. I gotta assume it was Paul Heyman. Um It was genius. But the point is is I think they're gonna take themselves out of that conversation of great wrestling companies and they're just gonna be like, man. Don't don't even put us in there. Um, I will hit a prediction for me. I think by the end of the year, I think Impact's gonna be one of the second, the second or third biggest company out there. Impact. Impact's been really good lately. They've been killing it lately. I mean, they, they, the only thing they're lacking is a TV deal, really, to get a bigger audience. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Their shows. We'll talk about their show today. Their show this week was amazing. Yeah. It was from top to bottom. It was really good. Yeah. But the the problem with them though is that right now they're in the gutter in terms of viewership, in terms of well, ratings and shit. Well, they're in the gutter. I'm hoping. Well, I mean, they finally got to deal with YouTube TV now. Yeah, I'm I know. hoping that hopefully eventually I'll give them a, a bigger audience. It hasn't changed. It's gonna take time. Uh, yeah, but do they have time? You know what I'm saying? Like. They're they're they got a lot to work on there, and then then hopefully they don't change things, because like I like I've been enjoying them too. Hopefully they don't feel like they have to change shit to get more viewers, you know. And the impact needs to get out of these rinky dink arenas they're playing at. Yeah, I mean they, you don't want to go you want to go MSG. You can't do that, but something a little bigger. I mean I we watched Terminus. The crowd at Terminus was not that much bigger than the Impact crowd. But it seemed louder. Yeah. They need a bigger crowd. They need they need to get more people focused on their product. Yeah. Impact's been been around for twenty years, but they're such a joke right now. Not I mean they were a joke for so long. All the crap they went through yeah. with Jeff Jarrett, the whole Colgan, had the nasty boy, losing AJ Styles. They they've been through so much. They're finally consistent. Nobody's giving them a chance now because of the history. Yeah. And that's a shame because if you watch it. It's an amazing show, week in and week out. Hmm. I think right now is would be best for us take it slow, keep making these deals, right, with these other companies and stuff like that, and just hopefully they're working on building up a star, and then let's go from there. I mean, they have a lot of guys in their roster right now that are future stars: Ace Austin, Chris Bay, hmm. um, Trey, Trey Miguel. Hmm. You have three guys right there that are stars. Yeah. They are stars in the making. They just got. They just got. They just need a big, a wider, a wider audience. I think that's what we when they were with him. They were working with AEW. I to me it was a crime that you didn't have East Austin, Bay, and Miguel on Rampage or a Dynamite to showcase them on a national stage. Those guys never got the national stage once. They just got it at least once. I mean, regardless, they still got a bigger audience with AEW. They did, but the problem, and, and you know, some, well, maybe a lot of those people stayed, but it. No, they didn't. No one stayed. But, <laughs> I, but um, at least Ace Austin should have gotten some matches on Dynamite. The, it, to me, it made no sense that you didn't put these guys, even if they lost to your guys. Hmm. Let's say he put Ace Austin against MJF. He lost to MJF. 
but look good doing it. It doesn't matter that he won or lost. You got his name out there. You could portray Miguel or Chris Bay against one of your stars, have them lose, make them look good, so people will be interested in watching them again. Yeah. That was a to me that was a big swing and a miss with that relationship with AEW and Impact. That was a swing and a miss. Impact gained nothing from that. Now, not you can't say that, because I'm right. I am hundred percent right. If AEW, if Impact really benefited from AEW's partnership, they would have kept it. They, they, the ratings would have gone up after. Let me finish. After AEW, they were done with AEW because AEW would have made made them look better on their way out. To make people want to watch them, but they they didn't. The only stars from Impact that were on AEW were the Good Brothers and Don Callis. Impact has to do that too, though. Like that's on them as well. But the problem is AEW is the big company. With the national television deal with TNT, they're working with a small company who can't go get get a leg up, do stuff that's their fault and not their fault. It wouldn't have hurt AW to have Trey Miguel or Chris Bay or Austin Austin on your show. It wouldn't have hurt them. But still, like while they were getting like the ratings that they were getting when Kenny was there. You know, it's on impact to keep that. So the problem is, but the problem, you you know? yeah, you bring Kenny Omega in for a quick bump in your ratings. Regardless, no, it's not a quick bump. He was there for a while, you know, and the ratings were up. And let me tell you, let me say this: when the biggest when, ratings they had in a long when time. impact when Kenny finally lost the impact title, mm-hmm. why didn't he? Did, I, I said this when it happened. I'm still gonna say it. When he lost the impact title, he should have lost it to an impact guy. He should have lost it to another AEW guy. He lost to Christian Cage, which is fine. I don't mind Christian Cage. I like Christian Cage. Mm-hmm. He should have lost it to Moose. Moose should have been the one to take it from him. It should have been an Impact guy, not an AEW guy that took it from him. I mean, that's not affecting the rating or whatever. Like, the, the yeah, fact but you, is, you keep talking about the ratings, though. That's what this is about. It is, but the problem is the relationship's most... The idea when AEW was going to open up the quote-unquote forbidden door was mm-hmm. to help other promotions get better, to help other promotions get bigger. Okay, they helped the they helped the impact in the small run, but once the relationship was over, there was no residual. Okay, why is Moose that beating Kenny Omega? Moose being beating Kenny Omega because Impact should said AEW should said you know what we're gonna have Kenny lose to Moose. We're gonna build Moose up. Moose, having Moose beat Kenny Omega that'll be a boost for Moose, boost for your company. Boost for Moose, boost for Moose for your company, but they didn't do that. How, but how would that keep anyone? Like, it'll still be the same shit. They didn't but maybe people... Because if you had Moose beat Kenny Omega on Impact or Dynamite or Rampage mm-hmm. for the title, the Moose looks really good. Oh, wow, Moose is awesome. Let me find out what Impact is. I want you to go, well, Moose looks good against Kenny Omega. How does it look against other people? And you get there, like, oh my God, Josh Alexander's amazing. This guy's amazing. It was, to me, I said it before, Impact got nothing from this deal. They got a boost in ratings. Once the impact the relationship was done, so were the ratings. To me, yeah. that that doesn't help. But that's not on AEW. That's on Impact. How? But you, you're saying because it's their show. They have to get the ratings. But the but the point I'm trying AEW's to, not the what's the fuck? It's not responsible for that. Right. They did what <gasps> they can. They got them a bunch of ratings. They, but you said they got them a, a huge buy rate. You said they. That's did, it. You said they did what they. The can. rest of it. The, the responsibility for Impact to get ratings on Access TV 
is Impact. Right, but you said That's it. But you said AEW did what they can. Yeah. Okay, if AEW really wanted to help Impact, they would have had the Impact stars on their shows to showcase them. Showcase Ace Lawson, showcase Chris Bay, showcase Josh Alexander, showcase Tramiel, showcase them on your show for Impact. They didn't do that. The only people they showcased on AEW were the Good Brothers who were who been around the, the world. That's not the way it goes. Then there's not a forbidden the, door then. It doesn't matter, dude. Like, relax. There's no such thing as a forbidden door. It's a concept. It's a cave then, then, then you're not helping... To me, AEW didn't help Impact at all. Dude, they didn't. if they had those wrestlers on AEW, it doesn't mean that people watching them wouldn't be like, hey, let's go watch Impact. But you don't know that, though. It doesn't matter, dude. It's a small at least, thing. Let me tell you, if you put like people like Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, John, if you, if you put those guys on Impact... You know what's going to happen? People are going to be like, AEW should fucking sign that guy. You know? They're not going to go all of a sudden just go watch another but you wrestling show. Here's, here's the problem. By not doing it, they didn't do it. So you don't, you're, you're saying... They I think pro- maybe... What they should have did was just have more AEW wrestlers on Impact. That's what would probably would have gotten yeah, but the, more yeah, reviews. Yeah, the problem with that is then once those wrestlers leave... Again, Impact has... While they're doing that, maintain the fucking order. But they did. AW, Impact did have AEW they wrestlers shit. on it. They had that private party on there. They had a few no, people. No, I'm saying like they should have more. More like stories going on. Like well, you gotta remember. See, that's partially really, the fact that Impact tapes the way they tape. Yeah, I know. But they, they should have just like... Let other wrestlers go, and then also they did try to do more. Remember with Sammy Guevara? But see what they could have um, did. See what they could have did. Fell through. See again, the taping issue would work against them with the dynamite thing. What the way you do that is is take somebody take Trey Miguel off off a set of tapings. Hmm. Now this works on a bunch of AEW shows. And that's another thing. Like we don't know how delicate these deals are. Because remember with Sammy Guevara, that shit fell through. You know, like he was supposed to be there along with Kenny Omega being there. Right. You know. But I forgot what they wanted him to do, and he they wasn't... wanted him the job basically, and joined the the dark, the that underworld group with um decay and shit, whatever right. they're called, havoc. No, decay. The group is called decay. Yeah. Right? yeah. And those uh, crazy Steve and all that shit. They wanted him to join that. See that that was stupid, but I I definitely supposedly I would definitely would have put Sammy Guevara in, in the X division though. Yeah. See that that was a that was definitely a misstep by Impact. And then to your point, I would have had him win the X Division, leave with the title, and then maybe have Austin Aries come and bring it back and beat him. It's Austin, you mean. What'd I say? Austin Aries. Oops. And I have. Big difference. Speaking of uh, Austin Aries. Yeah. <laughs> he's the, like, one of the first signees of uh, CNR. CN- control your narrative. Yeah. CR. CYN. 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 Talk about the wrong way to start your company. <laughs> Whatever narrative he's gonna be telling. <laughs> he's he's one of he. The problem is he's so talented. He's talented as fuck. Yeah. He's just a little bit of a headcase. Um, to cap it off with some more AW news, TK has a big announcement. We don't know what it is. You got uh, guesses? Buying Ray Warner. That was my big guess too. Like. Because they or, said Gresham was there, you know, at the one of the Dynamite shows. Yeah, whatever. he wasn't on TV, though. No, no, not on TV, but in the back, like, he was talking with TK and stuff. Like well, that. there's rumors that New Japan's coming back to the Garden this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe they're going to be at the Garden with New Japan. Garden or uh, uh, Arthur Ashe. 
Trying to do another show. Probably at the Garden. New Japan's running their show at the Garden. Remember, it was canceled for two years. Yeah. So maybe New Japan's probably going to come back to the Garden this year to do their super show when AEW might be part of it. That'd be cool. And you bring in Impact. Impact's got to deal with New Japan too. Imagine Impact, AEW, and New Japan working together. One big super show. Oof. We are going to that. In Ring of Honor. We are going to that. (laughs) We are going to that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I will pay for that. (laughs) Yeah, because. I didn't think this was going to be some new signee because it doesn't sound like it. No. Usually you'll get inklings of it, you know? And the way they're talking about it is like there are NDRs, non disclosure, NDA, excuse me. Yeah. I don't know why the R keeps sneaking in. Um, NDAs, like like, because he couldn't talk about it, shit like that. I was like, that's not usually like a signee type of talk, you know? So it felt like more official. Like either he bought Ring of Honor or he's saying that just to throw us off. No, because um, he would want us speculating. Um, so it's either he bought Ring of Honor, or it's the New Japan show, or a, a streaming deal, which would be cool. If you think about it, though, if he buys Ring of Honor and everything with it, he kind of gets his own little streaming deal. With that as well. Well, he had, well, he has definitely had the footage for it, and he can be all put on the Ring of Honor website. That's what I'm saying. Right, like he'll have the Honor Club, and you, and and you're, you're gonna get it, aren't you? Well, I already have it. Oh. Uh, through Fight. Um, so uh, well, I wonder if it'll change, but anyway, but yeah, he'll have a little something there to get them started. Because usually that's <coughs> like that's the way to do it nowadays, right? You start your own service, and hopefully some big company likes it and buys it from you, like right. WWE. You know, so they had their own little gimmick. Peacock bought it. So hopefully, or I mean not hopefully, but maybe that could be something he could try to do with, he'll have all of Ring of Honor footage, the AEW footage, which I, hmm, I wonder if TN, Warner Media owns that, the WWE, the AEW footage. But regardless. You know, and one thing at Ring of Honor. just try to sell it to a bigger company, the like fo- Warner the one Media. Thing, the one thing that footage had that Ring of Honor has, they have the all-in footage. Doing what? All in. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the that was the Ring yeah, of Honor yeah. show. Yeah. Um, I hope they don't sign. I hope it's not the swear they sign another wrestler, because to me, AEW has become like the Royal Rumble. Instead of a wrestler coming in every two minutes, the wrestler debuting every week. Like, who's it gonna be next? I feel like the Royal Rumble. Okay. <laughs> I know it took me a while to get to that joke. Yeah. Reaching, yeah, no, no, no. Is, it, is it though? Yeah, it kind of is. is it though? It kind of is. is it though? Not um, really, not really. But, um, speaking, you mentioned WWE Network, yeah. I posted on the group page, I missed the network, yeah. It was so well, it, it was it was easy to maneuver around it, it was very, very user friendly. You could find shows. And they were and they were by year, not by season. So all the WrestleManias, all the Royal Rumbles, SummerSlams, yada yada yada, on there, not as the year, as the season. Yeah. Cause they put regular shows on there and shows have seasons. Yeah. But it's stupid. It's like just like they have this new NXT Level Up show. It's not new. It's just a reformed uh, 205 Live. And um, they can't find it on Peacock at all. I can find it on Hulu, but it's nowhere on Peacock. How was it? I haven't watched it, yet, but I saw it there. I marked it. I was like, I don't want to check this out later. I don't think it's any great. You're going to regret it. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. I like how you texted me Tuesday. You're not watching. Are you watching NXT? I'm like, no. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, I wish I had your strength. Yeah. I wish I could be more like you. Oh. Yeah. I, I refuse to watch NXT. It's just so bad. Yeah. I mean, what was NXT this week? The great main event between Champa and Ziggler. That was a great match. Um, the audience is starting to boo Breaker. Yeah. It's mixed. You got the, the bunch of cheers and some boos are in there now. Anyway, uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, it's that small Florida audience, but still. Yeah. Um. What else? That's it. That's it for news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about Impact Wrestling this week. Let's talk about What I don't know if it was you and me that had this conversation. I read it somewhere else. That the thing with Ring of Honor... On and no more and impact, it felt like it was its own little bubble. Yeah, they, was it us that was talked about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it felt like it was its own little. You know, it was just these five guys versus these five guys. Well, I don't know if they. Li- I, don't, I don't know if they listened to the show, <laughs> but they addressed it this week. Yeah. So the show opened up with Moose coming out. He took a little shot at Roman Reigns. I am the only world champion. First that you should acknowledge. Yeah. It was a little shot that went nowhere with it. It was on final. And he's talking about he doesn't care about Of Arnold. course you are. It, it, <laughs> shut up. And then he talks about he doesn't care about honor no more. He doesn't care about impact. All he cares about is his world title. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. Hmm. So out comes Heath. Heath Slater comes out. He's been away for like a while now. I think he was hurt or something. Yeah. He comes out. And I think he's come to the ring. He looks at people. Yeah, I got kids. Yeah. So he's keeping that character a little bit. Well, someone had yelled. So yeah, he, somebody he just, yelled. You know, he, yeah. He's like, he, yeah, he I got reacted kids. live. Yeah. And he comes in talking about Moose. Like, How could you not care about Ring? You're the champion. You're our champion. Mm-hmm. And then Moose is like, well, oof. Moose is like, where were you in Honor No More with it? And he's like, have you heard a little thing called COVID protocols? <laughs> so they kind of acknowledge the Honor No More that it is kind of world encompassing, like in the, in the promotion anyway. Moose is like, I don't care about any of that. I'm the champ. I don't care about any of that. It was actually a scene later in the show where Honor No More showed up and Moose is like, as long as you stay out of my way, he goes, we'll be fine. Yeah. So I like that they're starting to put those, they're starting to mash everything together. Yeah. Um, I think, I'm, I don't want to go through the whole show, but I want to go through like, the, the stuff, you know, that moves storylines along. So Eddie Edwards came out to explain his actions. Or why he did what he did. Well, Mo- I think, didn't Moose say... No. I'm trying to... Oh, yeah, Mo- didn't Moose say Eddie Edwards turned because of him? Yeah, Moose said... I t- he goes, he turned because of me. Everybody that I beat, they always go downhill. Oh. You know, I beat Mo- I beat Eddie Edwards. Look at him now. Yeah. I beat... Uh, who else did he beat? I don't remember anyway. He's like, every time I beat somebody, goes they're not, they're, their world crashes. Yeah. And that's what happened to Eddie Edwards. We kind of tied the Eddie Edwards ending too, which was awesome. And the Eddie Edwards came out. And then one of the things that I complained about Impact for a while was once the guy loses the title, he. Oh, yeah, I thought this was funny, yeah. That he's basically to persona yeah. non grata in that world title picture. Yeah. And he talked about that. Yeah. And he goes, I got my title. I never got my rematch. He goes, what happened to me? But I never got my rematch. He goes, you forgot about me. You know, Josh Alexander, he got his match. The way I love that he, they, they're starting to tie everything together a little bit. And then I just love the way they're doing it now. They're starting to actually starting to 
add some depth to their storylines. Yeah. They're starting to tie the Honor No More thing in with Moose and the world title wins and the way they book their champions. It's all together now. Yeah. It feels, which is awesome. It's more of a straight up wrestling show now instead of a it's, it's what NXT used show. To, it's what NXT used to be. Yeah. It's like a better version of NXT now. NXT now is what Impact was during, during COVID. Yeah. What if TK bought Impact? Oh my god! <laughs> I doubt that would be crazy. I think it'd be an easier buy than Ring of Honor. Um, I think Ring of Honor would be an easier buy. You think so? Yeah. No, they're owned by Sinclair. Who owns this? Anthem owns this guy. Anthem's a big company, from what I heard. Compared to Sinclair, I don't think so. Um. Anyway. But yeah, so Impact's starting to tie everything together now. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. You know, um, I'm curious where they go next with it. I like the Eddie Edwards heel turn. He has to get better on the mic, though. I thought he was good on he the mic. He was good. I he... thought it was a good uh, promo explaining his shit. I, I, yeah. And um, I and I was ready to just... I, I do this every time I watch Impact. I always watch it ready to just shit on it. And you, you know? can. And then I'm like, eh, you know what? And usually, back in the day, I was like, yeah, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> this is shit <laughs> but then lately that's what I've been loving about like this the last few months of uh, Impact it's just been good stuff I'm, I'm like oh, this, is, this is gonna be garbage and he comes out and it's like oh that's a very moving promo you know yeah you know it got me to not believe because he's the heel but I was like yeah hey, where, where the fuck was your chance <laughs> you know yeah and I was like yeah you know they addressed. I guarantee they heard. They heard all the concerns about like the way the champions, listen, the ex-champions are treated. Listen, and they dealt with it. Where where are they? Where do they record? They they, they, they do it wherever they have their free preview. Yeah. They will do a set of tables after that. So it's all it's different places. Where was it this time? Uh, Louisiana, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was looking at our numbers, and there was like a one uptick in, in listeners in Louisiana. There we go. And I think it was I'm joking. <laughs> There you go. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're listening to us. There you See, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Impact's been, they just need a bigger audience. Yeah. Their free previews have been amazing. The pay-per-views are all big. I told you that first pay-per-view from January, that's my early contender for pay-per-view of the year. Genesis. Hard, hard to, was it Genesis or Hard yeah. to Kill? No, Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, Genesis yeah, yeah, yeah. was my pay-per-view of the year yeah. so far. Yeah. I like what they're doing with Jonah. You know, they got Matt Cardona, they got, they got this little fugue on Matt Cardona and Jordan Grace, which is fun. Yeah. What, who's he challenging uh, Jonah next week? Oh, um, he's fighting, um... Is it Trey? No. No, um, a big guy. Black Tourist. Oh, that's right. Which should be a great match. Some meat slapping there. That's going to be a fun, fun match. Holy crap. Right. And, and I like how um, oh yeah, Jay White explained the whole Bullet Club thing. Oh yeah, which was good, which was cool. And then you know, and they went, they oh no no, we don't do the we don't do the low anymore. Well, up high, so they did that. Oh, I missed that. that. So there's no more low. Nope, they're going up high again. Because the Booker Brothers are there. That's right. Right. So they're yeah. going up high again. Yeah. So I like how they did that. Like I hope, like you said, hoping that was a, a double turn thing, where they kick out the God just to kick out the Good Brothers. Formally kicked them out. They might say, though, it was like a double turn thing. And then they got Geo, then you got GOD teaming up with um, Violent by Design now. Like, they got, they got like an easy alliance yeah. now. They got a lot of stuff going on there. 
it's a fun. The women's division's not bad. Women's division's actually great. Actually. It really is. Um, that was a good match between um, Lady Frost and um, Perazzo. Yeah, Diana Perazzo has is the, is one of the top two or three women wrestlers in the United States. Yeah, yeah. I think it's her, her and Britt Baker to one and two. I, if you're gonna go talent wise, you definitely put Sasha in the conversation. Of course, yeah. The point is what she just book like crap. Same thing with, like, you know, we go back to the thing about Roman Reigns. Talent-wise, Roman is top five. But, he's booking like shit. Don't get me started with Sasha Banks booking, man. They're teaming up with, um, Naomi. Naomi. To go after the tag belts. Yeah, who Naomi for, oh my god. Yeah, you got me started. Get Naomi's it. been fucking in a feud with Sonya for months. And they never explained why. Like, why, why is Sonya being a bitch to Naomi the whole time? Like, interrupting her matches, interfering, being the special referee, and being shicing the special... Never explain why. And then, in one TV match, Naomi got her, her come up, her, like, her, 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 her match and won. And then, at the Royal Rumble, Sonya kicks out, gets um, Naomi kicked out of the Royal Rumble. And then that was it. And then, then they did this, the the Blood Money show, the Elimination Chamber match with her and uh, Ronda Rousey and shit like that. And then, and that's it. Now now they moved on. Now, for whatever reason, Sonya Deville is Charlotte's buddy. And Naomi just moves on into the tag division. <laughs> what? I mean, the, what? Only, the only thing that makes sense is that Naomi and... Sasha worked together one time. Team whatever they call it. I cap off right, the fucking story. Like, yeah, I like what this? Uh, I don't understand this company anymore. Yeah, I know. Um, but what were we talking about? I'm sorry. I'm talking about Impact. Oh yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah, so definitely Perazzo and Britt Baker are top two women wrestlers in the, in the country right now. Yeah. Perazzo's been killing it. She's just great. Like, everything she does, her character's awesome. She's great in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. I like her. Like, number one, I'm... yeah, there's, there's Baker, Perrazzo. But they're one A, one and one A. Yeah. And then I'll put Deeb in there. Uh, Thunder Rosa. And, I don't know, who else you got? Mm. Yeah, another. Mickey James is still is still doing good. No, you know she's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely good. And I said, you know, based on, good. but we're gonna go. I mean, forget the book game. We're gonna want pure talent. Definitely got with Sasha in the conversation. Like I said. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to leave her. Yeah, definitely her. And I hate that you know, people like to shit on her. Charlotte's still talented as fuck. She's yeah, she's awesome. She gets a little bit sloppy sometimes, but she's still awesome as a wrestler. Anyway. Yeah, I just, they just use book. You know, Sasha and... Oh, we got to put Bianca Belair in a conversation. Yeah, definitely. Definitely top 10, lower end of top 10. Yeah. But she's going to be in our top five at some point. She should be. Yeah, all the, everything goes right. Yeah. I don't think they believe in her, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, Bailey's still great. Becky's still great. Yeah. The only problem with Bailey is she's been missing because she's been injured. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Diana Prowse is slowly turning into one of my favorite wrestlers on Impact. Yeah. Just her character, everything about her is awesome. Okay. Alright, let's move on. Yes. 
You want to do terminus first before the smizzies? Yes, the term. Let's blow the terminus real quick. Now the smizzies and call it. All right. Terminus, you got the card. I do not. Terminus two. I uh, actually gave on Thursday. Which was weird. Cause I, cause I, I was I was on YouTube. I on Facebook. I'm like that was Thursday. That's why I texted. Did you order it? Because I wanted yeah. to watch it. I actually ordered that that night, but I was too tired to watch it. And I watched it the next day because I was off because of the quote unquote snow. And um and uh so I watched it Friday. But um really good show. That was a lot better than their first show. Yeah it was good. Yeah. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a lot better. I thought they worked out a lot of the kinks that the first show had. Um but uh yeah, I, I enjoyed this a lot. I thought the main event was great. Alright, so opening match with um, Fatal 4-Way Terminal Eliminator match. The way it worked was it was a Fatal 4-Way with conventional tag rules. You had to tag somebody out. In and out. Once somebody got eliminated it became a Fatal 3-Way dance. Then it became a singles match. So it was one winner at the end. So it was Worked like a tag. It, for, when it opened up, it was a, it was a basically it was a, it was a four way match. You had to tag somebody in and out. So, you, but you could tag anybody you wanted. It was one of those matches. That's how it started. Uh, then once somebody got eliminated, it became a triple threat. Yeah, I understand that. Then one, I figured that right away. I'm smarter. And then once somebody got eliminated from the triple threat, it became a one on one match. Yeah. So basically, it was doing one winner. Yeah. They didn't want somebody to win, and that was it. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like that was only a fifteen minute time limit. She had a fifteen time limit per per, per pinfall. Oh. Well, I gotta get the show over, man. <laughs> or make it fifteen minutes for the first pinfall, ten minutes for the second, third, five for the third. Because by the time you get to the third pinfall, there were like two minutes left. Yeah, that's fine. It speeds up the match. So the match was good. It wasn't great, but it was good though. No, it was enjoyable. I knew I knew the finals were gonna be Leon Ruff and Chris Aitman. Yeah. They were the two biggest stars there. Leon Ruff, yeah. And he looked good. He was good, yeah. And we liked Leon Ruffin when he was in NXT. Yeah. Because he was booked like shit, but we liked him. Looked good, looked believable. I thought he was calling himself Ruffian, but I guess he just went with Ruff again. So Chris Saban won by pinning Ruff. Um, I went three and a half on this. Three and three quarters. I gotta agree, yeah. Alright, next up. Uh, we had Killer, not Killer. Killer Kate. Killer Kate. Where's the Queen Amanita? Amanita. This was this was two green girls going against each other. But, I definitely. But potential's definitely there. Yeah, I thought I thought Amanita was really good. I thought they picked up wherever they would wherever they failed, wherever they botched, they just picked up and moved on. So they were both good in that regard. And um yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Queen Amanita had appeared on Dark a few times. Um yeah, but she she played she plays her character good. There's like this heelish um, character, but I thought, yeah, I enjoyed it. As green as it was, I enjoyed it. I three, 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 yeah. Next up, we had Daniel Garcia and Kevin Blackwood versus Joe, Joe Keith and Dante Cabrero. Oh, I, I love this match. It was good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I gave it three and three quarters. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, next up, we had Serena D versus Liza Hall. Uh, Liza. Um, Liza Hall. I'm sorry. Serena. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, this one I felt was too long. It went the full fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then it went another ninety seconds, and Dave got to win it. But yeah, 
So, like, I feel like I don't know Liza. I almost said Liza. I feel like I don't know her. Like, maybe I should know more about her. Right. For her to, to take Serena Deeb to the limit, at least the first time. You know? Because it was like... I, I was expecting another... Because there was a lot of AEW representation here, right? Right. And I thought this was going to be another Serena Deeb gimmick. Because do you know the gimmick she's been doing? The professor, she had like two, like five minute classes or something. Yeah. It, it was, it's the, the, the challenge. It's the five minute challenge where she challenges rookies. It's only for rookies, so she, she challenges the wrestlers to beat her in five minutes or to last five minutes. So, yeah, they made that clear. So, like, you don't have to beat her. You don't have to pin her in five minutes. If you last the five minutes, you win, right? So that's what she's been doing. She's been squashing girls uh, week in, week out on Dynamite uh, in less than five minutes. So I thought that was what we're going to get here. It was another one of those classes. And then and it, it wasn't. It just went a full 15 and then went a couple 90 seconds uh, after. I was like, huh. But uh, it was good. I thought it was good. I thought both these girls did I great. went three and a half. Yeah. I went three and three quarters. I enjoyed it a lot. And next up, yeah. Deeb is one of my favorites. Yeah, I know. She's awesome. Next up, we have one of our marquee matches of the night. Shane Swerve Strickland, going by Strength Swerve the Realist. It depends on where she, where he's working. Um, here, he was Swerve the Realist. Other places, he's Shane Swerve Strickland. Shane Swerve Strickland. Um, and against Davey Richards, who's like a second or third match back since he came back. Oh, no, he's been in a few matches. He was, he was he used to be with Eddie Edwards' partner yeah. in the, the, the Wolves yeah. in the Impact Wrestling and the Ring of Honor. This was awesome. This was a great match. Yeah. Holy crap, dude! Match of the night. For yeah, me. this was awesome. He had a, a couple of days before this. He had a great match with uh, Prestige Wrestling in Oregon, um, with um, Alistair Black, Malachi Black. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, Davy Richards is awesome. He's an awesome wrestler. And Shane Strickland is awesome. Who also just signed with um, A Dubs. Um, so yeah, this was good. This was good. I went four on this. Yeah, me too. So you notice a pattern here, right? Like A W is gonna win all their matches. <laughs> um, who's next? Um, Baron Black is one of co-owners of Terminus with J- Jonathan Grisham versus Jay Lethal. Yeah, uh, this was good. Uh, this Wasn't was, great, but it was good. Yeah, three and a half. I give same it. Same here, same here. Um, worked well. Um, yeah, that's all I can say about it. It was, it was just a good little match. They had a little technical error though. They showed the rules for the match as a pure rules match instead mm-hmm. of the terminus match. Yeah, which is a pure rules match with the match with rules for the main event. For the main event, yeah. There were a few little glitches like that where at one point they put someone else's name up for some. I forgot who what match it was. But yeah, but they have put someone else's name. It's still, it's still working out their kinks. Yeah, I mean, it's a young promotion. It's fun. Yeah. And your main event, Jonathan Grisham defeated Santana to retain the Ring of Honor original Ring of Honor World Championship. Yeah, uh, I love this. That was great. I was confused in the beginning because I thought it was Grisham, a street fight. Yeah, I thought I thought Grisham agreed. And I was like, the commentators thought he agreed. To I'm like, fight. that's gonna be cool. A regular yeah. match. I want, and they're gonna brawl it out. Yeah. Awesome. And it wasn't like that. But the story was there where. That's what Santana kept trying to do. Kept trying to, this is, this is going to be a bra. It's going to be a bra. And and um, Grisham was like, no, fuck that. We're, we're fighting in here, dude. <laughs> you know? So that's why I love Grisham's matches. He always gets this story in there. 
Now it's a story. You know, Grisham's going to do a straight up shoot match. And Santana wants to do a straight up fight. You know? And, um, and then, but it wasn't that. And so because of that, Santana was at a disadvantage. You know, they showed that even when he, he threw that one punch. And he was like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, that it was great that's why I love the pure rules stuff because you can tell all these great stories just with matches you know that's why I was so that's why I'm so interested in this promotion um um the 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 Terminus match the the Terminus promotion rather sorry unbelievable sorry 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 I mean, there was a little referee botch at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, because he couldn't figure out, like, like he, like what was the, what was the botch? Like he tried. I don't think I think somebody was supposed to kick out before three, but he hit three first, and so it was only two. Yeah, yeah. And then it, like I think like th- like a minute later they went to the finish. Yeah. Then this is kind of weird thing. Where Grisham was like, should the referee be fired or not? They had two fans come in and do rock, paper, scissors, and paper beat paper over rock, and the referee got fired. Some weird thing they did. Yeah. They were trying to save it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they were trying. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was part of the show actually when they did that. So maybe that maybe it worked. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I thought Termi- uh, I love Terminus. Well, I was trying to get this point out, but I kept getting interrupted. Sorry. No, oh, not by you, but I'm, by then I'm text. not sorry. Um, the terminus I like because it it's like um, Bloodsport. If you remember Bloodsport, the where Bloodsport is, it's like shoot wrestling. Right. Yeah, you know? that's the idea, and that's the idea here as well. But the thing with Bloodsport, and I love Bloodsport. Um, the thing with Bloodsport is that it's kind of become this promotion where wrestlers do shoot wrestling but more in the style of UFC you know right so it's like shoot wrestlers doing shoot MMA you know which is fine I love it and it works for me god damn it um okay sorry and now we're my sponsor yeah sorry um, so it's a promotion that's like like with Terminus it's like that but it feels like wrestlers shoot wrestling instead of shoot fighting MMA right. you know so it's like wrestlers wrestling because they want to win you know you know not just telling like a character story or anything like that it's just these two guys are in the ring and they just want to win I thought that was great um, but yeah that's my point <laughs> sorry for all the interruptions took a while to get there no, no, full zero. Yeah, so Terminus is a great show. Terminus 3, they announced Terminus 3, which hopefully will be fun again. Yeah. I wanted somebody to debut, like who's going to be the next challenger. They, they didn't do it, though. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they still got to work out the kinks of, like, scheduling and whatnot. They also got the Ring of Honor. I wonder if it's going to be before or after the Ring of Honor show. The Ring of Honor? Yeah, well, want to yeah, come back like a yeah. month, but is, is Terminus Three gonna be before or after that? Probably after. Yeah, I always so. All right, so let's do the Smithies and we can wrap this bad boy up. Yeah, it'll be quick. We finally got this over. Yeah, 
we postponed it. Uh, I, I don't have an answer for all of them. I know you do, but last time I, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. I just go through them. Alright, so best promo. What you got? I don't know. I mean, I don't see. I don't really rate that stuff. I don't have one. Like I said, I don't think about those. Like I didn't write them down. That's I didn't. I didn't think about it. For me, it was CM Punk's return. That was good. Yeah, CM Punk. Uh, we didn't do best moment, but that was also like my best moment. CM Punk's return. Um, the speech he gave. It was electrifying. It was awesome. It was his fucking return. I loved it. Right. I, I got nothing. Okay. Best feud rivalry. Ooh. Uh, hmm. That's a good question, actually. I gotta think about that. I know. You, I know. You, I have a feeling what you're gonna say. What, what are you gonna say? Don't worry about me. I don't know, because I said... Uh, see, again, it's one of, again, stuff like that I don't think about too often. Probably, I know, last, did it start last year or this year? Moose and Morrissey. Was that last year or this year? That's yeah, uh, part, of, part of last year, I think. I enjoyed that. There's Morrissey trying to make his comeback, and Moose trying to get title from Moose. Um... Hmm. I'm gonna abstain from that one too. I gotta start writing shit down. Okay. For me, it was uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page. And the USA. It was a big culmination of a yeah, I mean, storyline that took two years to get there. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, and the last match they had was just it was a year ender match. It was awesome. Um, best feud rivalry female. Ah. Uh, Hmm. I gotta start writing shit down. <laughs> I'm horrible to start writing shit well, down. Well, this one was also hard for me to come up, so I had to go. Uh, I'll take over. Uh, I had to go through to to start, um, which is a, an all female promotion, so they make it easy. And I, I go with uh, Julia and Tom Nakano. It was a great feud and rivalry, and it ended with a a match which was hair for hair. And uh, Julia lost, and uh, Tom Nakano gets the, the the scissors, and she can't do it, you know, because that that was her old friend and stablemate. Um, so she decided, like, she wasn't gonna cut the hair, but Julia was like, no, you know, she took the scissors and she got the hairdresser to come in, and got and shaved all her hair off. It was a great match. Um, tag team. Of the year? Um, I know you're going to go with the Young Bucks. Um, I can't go with the Young Bucks. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Bucks. They're not a bad tag team. There's something about them that's not a fan. Um, probably go with either Gorillas of Destiny or, or Lucha Brothers. Uh, yeah, I went with Young Bucks. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't name a team that's had better matches than them. Uh, like, they don't have bad matches. Um, name a bad match. Like, they don't have one. Like, never have a bad match. I'm not saying they're, like, they're all five-star melters or whatever, but they're, they're all good matches and shit, you know? So, uh, yeah. All right. 
Young Bucks, my tag team of the year. Tag team female. That's a hard one. Cause yeah, it was. I went with uh, a stardom tag team, which was Sherry and Julia, also known as ALK. Uh, they, they just have great fucking matches. Um, yeah. But in uh, tag team match of the year. Um, I know what you're going to say. You're going to go Bucks versus Blue Jesus. Stop worrying about what I'm going to say. I... Just focus on you. <sighs> Jesus. Um, hmm. Tag team match. What were the finals last year? Was MSK against who in the Dusty Cup finals? Say that again? Oh, was Imperium MSK? Yeah. The finals of the Dusty Cup. Who went with that? I enjoyed that match a lot. Yeah, Yeah, no, I went with Bucks and Lucha Brothers at All Out. Mm -hmm. It was just a fucking awesome, the cage match. And, uh, yeah, All Out was great. Promotion. Um, Even the ones we did it right, it's the same again. You know, last week we, we, we kind of went through a couple of them. Let's do it again, no? What are you talking about? A couple of them we said who we're going to pick already? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, tag match female. I can't answer. <laughs> I went with Stardom again. ALK versus the MK Sisters. Uh, great match. Uh, go watch it. <laughs> um, Trios match. I, I, I'm not even going to answer it. Because I, I don't pay attention. To I'm not a fan of trios. Yeah, for me, there were a whole bunch, actually. But I actually went with one that was just a lot of fun. Um, I went with uh, Punk, Darby, Sting versus MGF and FTR. Um, it's just a lot of fun and fun to watch. Go watch it. Uh, best weekly show. Um... This is gonna be hard for you. <laughs> it, it is. If this was tw- this year, I'm going. This year might be different. I mean, if AEW gets it, because they're getting it by default. Because it wasn't. I mean, Impact had it ended the year good. Impact ended the year really good, yeah. but they weren't consistent enough throughout the year. Yeah. So AEW wins by. De- I, I pick AEW by default because it wasn't really that many choices out there. Well, they were the one that was consistently good. <laughs> uh, yeah, AEW. Best show. Uh, best pay-per-view event. Ooh. Or premium live event. A premium live event. Um, Tell you the truth, I actually prefer that terminology <laughs> than pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you only pay for it, especially if you have, like, streaming services. Yeah. It's an archaic thing. <laughs> best paper, Best premium live event. Huh. I don't know. Let me tell you, I will say this. I don't know if I'll pick it as, pre- as best event, but the Saudi show last year wasn't bad. You can't pick a Saudi show for event of the year, man. It wasn't <laughs> bad. I won't pick it for event of the show of the year, but it wasn't bad, though. I can't think of one. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's going to all out. <laughs> yeah. Promotion of the year. We're going with Impact. Okay. Impact, that Impact has been, they spent this whole last year building themselves back up again from where they were. They were they were a shit promotion for a couple of years. They all, they all Tessa Blanchard fiasco. They had so much bad going on. Last year, they kind of built themselves up again. They came back from the ashes again. Hmm. They like, no, they, just, they did what they were going to do. They, they brought in the right talent. You know, they, 
during the, during COVID, the empty arena stuff, they handled the empty arena stuff really good. Yeah. So I'm going on impact. Uh, they were great. Uh, I would say best improved promotion. Um, but I went with AEW. Of course, Jesus. It's just fucking awesome. Um, did I say it? Oh, that, oh, I'm sorry. Best pay-per-view? I couldn't answer. Did I say what I Yes. All out, right? Yeah. All out. Um, changed the game, man. Yeah. Danielson. Punk's first match. Okay. That's fucking awesome. Um, Cole. Forgot about Cole. Um, all right. Promotion of the year, we did that. All right, wrestler of the year, the M- uh, MVP. I'm gonna go Roman Reigns. Of course. He had a great. He held the championship for the whole year. He he had a great year. He, what? Man, I, don't, I don't mean to argue. I don't want to argue about it. I think he had a great year. Uh, he he's basically the star of that company right now. Through hook or crook, you know, whether because they can't build stars or whatever, but he's been that one consistent guy every week. I'm going Roman Reigns. Okay. Uh, I this one was actually kind of hard for me. I actually had it set down as who I really wanted to pick, and then all of a sudden I kind of creeped up on my mind as, and maybe it should go to someone else. And can we do ties? Sure. I don't want to do a tie. I mean, you know, what? I'm just gonna give it to Kenny Omega. Okay. Uh, the the close second was D- Brian Danielson, but I'm giving it to Kenny Omega. This dude just match in, match out, giving us year ender banger matches, and all the while doing it injured, you know, with vertigo and shit like that, you know. And, and delivering fucking awesome matches. So, and to cap it off, the the one where he lost to Adam Page. It was it a was, it was fucking awesome year for him. And uh, he should get it. Okay. Uh, woman MVP. Uh, probably Britt Baker. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Though Deanna Parazzo does get a second, like, second place thing. She was really good last year, but Britt Baker. Yeah. Uh, did I do match of the year? Um, not yet. All right, match of the year, male. Well, do first, who's your female of the year first? Oh, sorry, Britt Baker, along with you. All right. Um, she was just awesome. Yeah. Um, match of the year. Um, Walter Walter Dragunov Walter Elijah Dragunov too. But I will. I could even want Walter Tommaso Champa too. Yeah. Either one of them. Yeah. But I'll go with Dragunov Walter. Both both great matches. Yeah. Uh, I went with Omega versus Danielson at Grand Slam. The half hour draw. And uh it's just fucking awesome. Uh match of the year female. Um hmm. Hmm. I don't have an answer. Was uh, I mean I'll go with it because it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't my cup of tea. It was Dunder Rose and Britt Baker. Yeah. It wasn't my cup of tea, but it wasn't a bad match. That was my almost. Uh, match of the year alright um but I went with stardom again with the Haya Shishida versus Shiri where these two women just 
battered each other like crazy and it was awesome I recommend people go watch it it is fucking awesome from stardom uh, Utami Hayashida Hayashishita uh, versus Shuri fucking awesome match um, and uh, let's get to our corridor of renown which is our renamed hall of fame yep and uh, who's your first hall of fame um, corridor of renown celebrity wing we do celebrity Betty first okay. Miss Betty White okay she did have connection to wrestling and mm-hmm. we lost Betty White early this year too yeah we lost her really early yeah. last year. Late it last was late, year. Yeah, it was late last year. Yeah. It was a late, late last year. Yeah. So yeah, definitely from celebrity, def- definitely Betty White. What about you, for celebrity? Celebrity, it goes to Bob Saget. Okay. Uh, also wrestling connected in some we ways. We lost Bob Saget this year. Hmm? We lost Bob Saget this year, not last year. Yeah, no, but I put him in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, He was uh, part of Shikara. Not part of it, but he had... Um, time in Chicago and stuff like that uh, where he was part of a feud and shit like that so Bob Saget it goes to alright and uh who's your wrestler your Hall of Fame wrestler my first uh, Hall of Fame wrestler is going to El Santo alright uh, name a wrestler you know that's fought demons and vampires and I'll say none um I grew up with El Santo I've watched a lot of his movies in Spanish so I, I couldn't tell you what what happened um but yeah, El Santo's my first. Oh, for me, the Midnight Express. Beautiful. The beautiful Bobby Stan Lane version. Don't you put all of them in, I guess. But that's the version I remember seeing. Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton. Yeah. Remember, Ray Vigil was Randy Rose and Dennis Condry. I think Rose left and Eaton came in and Condry left and Stan Lane came in. Well, I'll just go with the Midnight Express as a whole. Okay. Definitely the Midnight Express. <laughs> Uh, and my second, I'm gonna give it to Akira Hokutu. Uh Last year I gave it to uh, Manami Toyota. It was one of them, and one of my second favorite wrestlers of all time is uh, Akira Hokutu. Uh, pretty much for the same reasons as Manami Toyota. She's just watch any of her matches, and they're just fucking awesome. Uh, any of the AJW stuff, um, which I have somewhere the classics. Um, yeah, Akira Hokuto. Who's your second wrestler? I, I no no no. You was you named this, oh okay two wrestlers. I thought it was only one wrestler. Two wrestlers. Oh. Two wrestlers, one celebrity. Damn, screw me up a little bit. <laughs> I thought it was only one wrestler. That's why I went to Midnight Express. Um, hmm. you know what? I'm gonna go with the wrestler that I fought. I was a fan of back in the day, Lex Luger. Oh, okay. I was a big fan of Lex Luger. I mean, WWE kind of, he kind of screwed himself over up a little bit in WWE yeah. because he was supposed to win the title. But I think one night, that night before he was supposed to win, he went out and got drunk and, and basically spilled the beans. Oh, yeah. So Vince changed it. <laughs> he dicked himself out of that title, basically. <laughs> yeah, well, let's look. All right, cool. Right? That's your Smizzies, finally. Next year will be, much, we'll, hopefully will be more organized next year. Oh, and also the, the, the viewers, the listeners, uh, have chosen... Uh, there. Did they really choose or are you just telling them who they chose? I'm telling them who the fuck they chose. Okay. They, for best wrestler, went to Kenny Omega. And best promotion, went to AEW. And that's that. <laughs> Alright. I'm joking, of course. I know you are. Let's call it. Alright, we out of here. 
Hopefully next week will be three weeks in a row, but probably not though. That that just never three weeks in a row would be unusual for us. So top guys are out. Sweet.